Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Complete Sports Media's podcast. I'm your host, Darren Campbell. We're going to be talking hockey today. My guest today is a really special guest. Uh, his name is Brandon Wong. Brandon's been involved in the game of hockey for over 25 years. Started playing uh, locally here in BC, ended up into the BC Hockey League, uh, ended up uh, finally going and getting a four-year scholarship down south, and then became a professional and played nine pro seasons, over 400 professional games in eight different countries around the world. Decided to come back to BC, make this his home, and uh, start a really great hockey school and camp. And uh, yeah, he's able to join me today. Thanks so much for your time today, Brandon. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on there, Darren. This is going to be great. Uh, really excited. I was looking forward to this all weekend and knowing that we'd have an opportunity to talk about your life in hockey. Uh, we might as well start at the beginning. Yeah, so tell me about growing up in Victoria, getting involved in the game of hockey. Uh, I, I, I guess your parents were quite supportive and uh, really pushed you uh, into, this, into the sport. Yeah, it's, um, I was born in Vancouver, uh, moved, moved to Victoria when I was four and basically raised in Victoria um, uh, from an early age. I was into sports. Both my parents were into sports um, and just supported to always uh, be active and, and learn through sports is what uh, their philosophy was. And back then for me, it was just play, play, play. And just, I think the competitiveness and keeping busy keeping my mind busy and uh yeah just enjoying all that stuff that uh, led into some ice hockey i think when i started about six years old maybe five and a half or so but uh at the victoria racket club uh, in novice and played there my whole uh minor hockey i guess you call it my hockey career and uh all the way up to bantam um, yeah, my parents always supported me. Um, yeah, I just became, I guess, a little more serious and more commitment that I played, got into the junior hockey and received the full ride scholarship to uh, Quinnipiac University. And then um, that also there led to playing nine years professionally. And, and here I am today. Then you joined the Cougars. Uh, that must have been quite the thrill to be uh, in, the, in, the, in that league in your hometown. Uh, starting to get into the the junior ranks. Uh, tell me about uh, how that occurred. Um, how you you joined that team? Yeah, um, that was probably the big kickstart of my whole hockey um, career. I guess like the advanced part. Yeah, I went to Surrey camp when I was fifteen and did extremely well at rookie camp. I believe I was getting like five points a game, which was like a huge surprise to me. And, um, it worked. Turned out to be pretty good. That um, so, yeah, it was like the last, if not the second to last cut. I believe I was the last. And then went back to the Victoria Cougars. I found myself about quarter into the year on the, the top line. We did really well. We all finished one, two, three in scoring. Um, in the league? In the league? Yeah, in the league. I was the third, yeah. Yeah, wow. and uh, I got rookie of the year. So that's what kind of jumped everything up. And then that following year, that's when I hopped in with the Surrey Eagles and yeah, that all worked out. Played on a great Surrey Eagles team that first year. Played not very much at all. But Surrey was a great organization at the time. They were wanting to win. Uh, we ended up losing that year, second round. But the following year, played one month in, did really well, but was traded to Powell River. 
Uh, Surrey had won the championship that year, but uh, it provided Power River provided a really great opportunity. And, uh, yeah, I did extremely well. I, I was able to step up, and that's what kind of um, got a lot of attention. And and from there, I was traded to Merritt after the season, um, and that's another another big move in the stepping stone to to I guess going after my dreams and. Why did you have so much success in merit? Uh, the, the statistics uh, just blow me away. Six, 60 games, 50 goals, 66 assists. Uh, uh, you know, far and away, uh, the top scorer on your team. Uh, you must have been one of the league leaders that year. Uh, what was it about merit that uh, shot you up, uh, up the ranks and, had, you know, you were able to produce so much there? Yeah, I just think uh, looking back, you know, never was the best. So I was always... Uh, I guess you'd say the guy climbing his way up in the underdog and mentally I just went, had that, you know, that switch that I was able to stay zoned in on what I actually wanted. And I knew I had to perform to get that scholarship. But, um, going into that merit year, I just trained so hard by myself uh, in the gym and dry land. And that's just how I, was able to get on top but I just remember every everything I, I shot went in the net and um, I played with great players so just uh, right from the beginning they they must have known how big of a trade they made and how important it was for us to, to go for it and there's many other great players like I said on the team um, and um, yeah we we just uh, right from main camp just remember doing extremely well there as so I was expected to and and we just took it right into the season and uh, as a team we we did pretty well uh, won a lot of games and and uh, had a lot of fun um, okay so all your success in merit ended up uh, uh, culminating in a four-year scholarship uh, Quinnipiac uh, is is the university you went to uh, must have been uh, fantastic to know that you're um, going to be able to get an education and your parents must be excited, the whole family. But uh, yeah, being able to go there for four years, uh, pursue an education as well as your hockey career uh, must have been incredibly satisfying and very re rewarding for you. Yeah, um, it's always easy to look back, but uh, very fortunate to come out of merit with a full ride scholarship to Quinnipiac and extremely wanted. Um, from there, yeah, it was just an awesome experience, uh, one that I, I remember forever. That was probably the best time of my life uh, so far, even even more so than pro hockey, uh, which at the time before you have, wouldn't have thought I, all I wanted to do was to play pro hockey and make the NHL, but uh, college hockey was the best. Um, tons and tons of experiences. Um, Mostly, though, obviously, with the, the friendships, so many people being in one school in one area that you have a network of, of people that you know, but also uh, friends that you can have some good times with. But school, highly recommend the NCAA route. You get more time to develop and to show your abilities rather than going the tier one uh, major junior way of you have to be good right away and if not it's a big it's like it's quite a business to to get you get eat up in right away but at the same time I know a lot of those players get to go to school after as well but it's just from my perspective is their dream ends a little earlier right uh, there are players that move on from school to 
get the AHL, NHL opportunity, but it's very low percentages. I think where college is you get longer hockey lifespan and, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of guys that don't make it also or don't get the opportunity, but they're, I think more so guys signing out of their third or fourth years onto NHL contracts and uh, getting the opportunity. So, well, uh, on your website, I see that there's uh, 21 hockey organizations listed there as teams that you've uh, played for and uh, represented. Uh, I know you went to um, Canucks uh, rookie camp uh, back in the day. Uh, tell me about that experience of uh, being a BC boy, being able to go and uh, put the Canucks jersey on and, uh, and, and play in that, that rookie camp. That must have been a, a big thrill. Yeah, it was, it was pretty neat, especially looking back, of course, uh, at the time. It was like, well, this is where I'd love to play and determine to, to make a, a difference or, or to, to get someone's attention, of course. Um, after my second year of uh, NCAA college, when I was about 21, I think, got invited to that camp. Um, yeah, I remember receiving calls from a number of of the different Canuck staff uh, inviting to the camp. And um, yeah, it was, I guess at the time it was like very, is a proud and very cool moment that uh, had been invited to my uh, favorite team and my, um, all the, I guess, players and teams that looked up to, especially being locally here. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just, went there for camp for the week long camp and uh, the big names there, I guess these days was uh, Corey Snyder and uh, Michael Grabner. Uh, I think the first round draft pick that year was Patrick White during that time. And um, I actually had some buddies there that were there with me. Um, Taylor Ellington, Jordy Ben, uh, Dan Gender, and also a guy that I played with was Jeff, Jeff Conrad. So we all, sort of knew each other during that time, um, which is pretty neat. Um, yeah. That must have been, neat. Wow. That must have been yeah. so neat to yeah, be surrounded with players that, yeah, you know, you knew were uh, high draft picks and, and, you know, moving up into the, the pro ranks, obviously, and then, uh, you know, buddies that you grew up with. And then, yeah, I remember that year I, I had signed an AHL contract with Grand Rapids, and that was uh, – um, it was a, an awesome experience to play with many of the Detroit Red Wings prospects that had moved up the year after I was there. Um, guys like Brad May, uh, who was the mentor there. Um, uh, Justin Ablocator, Thomas Tatar, Jakob Kindle, who was my roommate. Um, and another handful of excellent players uh, that went over to play uh, in the elite leagues from their countries. Um, yeah, and, and from there, it was just a great experience there, being there for a few weeks before returning back to school to um, graduate. And then the following year after that, I signed with the Hartford Wolfpack in the AHL, which was uh, the New York Rangers farm team. And, and a lot of guys there um, had played there for basically a couple of months with um, Wade Redden being a big name that was down from the NHL. He was on a huge contract making six and a half million, but he was a great mentor to have around uh, the dressing room and uh, Matt Zuccarello, Dale Weiss, um, 
a young couple other guys, Devin Didametti, Justin Soriel. Um, trying to think, oh, Cam Dalbit was also there. Um, yeah, and lots of learning for sure in the first uh, couple of years of pro and how things go. It's much different than college hockey. Um, even based on the culture, I guess everyone, um, everyone is there for themselves in a way and, and wanting that next spot. And especially in the NHL, everyone wants that moment. There's so few spots in the NHL to, to grab and you got to get others' attentions and, and play hard. And um, from there, uh, was played basically two and a half, three seasons with Greenville Road Warriors uh, in the East Coast and spent a lot of time there. Um, yeah, just trying to get better and improve and, and round out to the pro game and also perform to, to build the resume up. Yeah, that's fantastic. Then you had an opportunity to go uh, over to Europe and, and play in Sweden and Denmark in that uh, first season. Uh, how great was it to, to play in Sweden? Yeah, it was, it was a different experience. It was good. Um, again, met quite a bit of people and um, had some good teammates. It was definitely uh, eye-opening life experience for sure. I was the only import there. So for the most part, the only guy speaking English. Um, they, they could speak English, but um, obviously not being their native language. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just a big eye-opening experience. Uh, did really, really well um, early on. And uh, from there, I, we we had a really good team. They're trying to get promoted to the second league, which we failed to do. But from there, I, I had uh, made the switch up to the Danish league. Um, I think for the last six six weeks, I believe um, of that year. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, and then a return back to the East Coast Hockey League for a little while. Um, jumped around to a few teams in there and. Uh, continued your pro career here back in North America. Uh, yeah. Tell me about uh, some of those teams, some of the uh, things that you can remember about that experience. Yeah. When I, as I went back there, um, um, basically uh, I was invited to the Ottawa Senators training camp um, after uh, had signing a two way with their AHL Binghamton and their ECHL Evansville. Um, yeah, it was much uh, different experience after after coming back from Europe. Um, just played on many different teams after that. Um, I guess some people see that as a negative, um, which yeah, you don't want to be bouncing around teams. But it just allowed me to to I guess now what I'm doing today is network with with not only all the teammates and and more uh, I, I guess opponents, but also uh, was able to meet a lot of people, especially I guess you'd say management to to do what I am doing today, and um, a lot of trades, a lot of moving, um, and then uh, another few years in Europe. Yeah, yeah, back there. Um, did it feel adventurous? Did you feel uh, nomadic? Uh, was it uh, was it hard? Uh, you know, moving so many times. Uh, so many different places, uh, you know, how were you feeling as it was occurring? Yeah, it was, uh, I guess it was tough at times, but I did feel, yeah, I guess it felt adventurous. Um, definitely something uh, as I stopped playing here, I'll miss. Um, 
going from city to city, especially uh, recently being in Russia and, and playing in China, um, going from city to city every night, tons of travel. Uh, some days I remember we were traveling for like 18 hours, plane and bus, um, and just going from, we're from one place to the other place. Um, and uh, you really get a feel of how big Russia is as a country. Um, traveling from one end to the other end um, and yeah just a lot of time with the teammates and, and guys um, I didn't mind it all you we definitely found ourselves jet lagged and, and tired but I don't know I just think on that end I was able to keep a positive mindset of like this is awesome just kind of how oh, we'll never get to do this type of thing ever again where where travel is paid for and you're just going from place to place um, just like this I mean in the east AHL and East Coast, you're for the most part just staying in, in the U.S. and Canada. You're basically staying in your pocket region where you're playing. Sometimes you make the um, trip out to West or or mid, I guess, into the mid, um, Midwest. But there is like we're going all over, and yeah, yeah. I don't think you'll you'll ever get to do that again unless you have it comes with your job, I guess. Were your parents quite excited when they? Heard that you had uh, signed in China and you were going to be able to go back, <laughs> go back there and, and play. Yeah, sure. I, I guess um, I think they're just always big on the opportunities, life experiences. Ever since I was young, um, that and I'm sure uh, my grandma was excited to hear that I was going to China. I had, I, uh, had not played in China. Uh, sorry, never had been to China until I played there. So that, like I said, um, you know, a, a paid trip through hockey to China and, and to Russia is, you can answer that, uh, things get expensive, especially on the lodging end too, right? But um, did a lot of traveling through there and and saw some cool places. I would love to go back uh, at some point. Must have been incredible, yeah, to, to get, uh, you know, paid to, to travel and get to play and uh, you know, get to experience all, all, all these different cultures and different cities. Must have been amazing. Um, so you, you played uh, in the KHL for a couple of seasons. Um, uh, are you done? Are you retired? Have you uh, decided uh, you're hanging up the jersey, the skates, and it's done? Or uh, would you, you know, would you pursue opportunities if they arose again? Yeah, I'm not sure. Most likely I'll be done, finished playing. Um, just the, uh, yeah, the opportunities, not as many opportunities as I've gotten older and, and uh, with the hockey company, it's uh, growing so well. And um, I also do enjoy doing that and, and interacting with the players and the young kids of, you know, trying to pass on what I've learned and seen to, to them to try to, I guess, fulfill their dreams and goals that they have, some different than others, whether it's junior hockey, college hockey, or, or playing in the NHL one day, whatever they choose. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a great feeling to interact with them. And definitely, uh, I think I get a taste of of that end where you're, you get the hockey mentalities and personalities that you can still deal with. Uh, it's definitely nothing like when I was playing. Um, one being... Um, you know, you just miss the team, the guys, and, and I guess trying to, there's always a motive trying to win games with them. Um, but also too on the coaching end and now running a business, just way more time consuming 
than playing. Uh, when you play, everything's there for you. You just all you have to do is prepare, get ready, and, and practice or play a game. Uh, I guess trainings there as well. That's a lot of time, but but on the coaching stuff, you're always having to do uh, extra work, with planning stuff out, whether it's practices or or um, I guess preparing for games or or I guess on my end, I'm just having to be a man of registrations, of, of collecting the money and and scheduling stuff. So uh, it's Brandon, BrandonWongHockey.com. Uh, people can find all the information about your training and coaching. Uh, I see that you, you say that you've um, been able to coach and train over 500 players. Uh, that must be incredibly rewarding. And, and all the experiences that you've just told us uh, you know, definitely will lend to you having success and being able to mentor these uh, young people. Uh, is it um, is it year round? Is it something that uh, you know kids uh, will come to you uh, at all months and and be with you all the time or uh, sporadically? How does it work? Yeah, for the most part, just trying to um, I'm just setting that all up now, creating it. Uh, the big season is spring and, and summer season. Um, you know, some take a break, but some will go at it for the strong uh, for the the spring hockey to extend their seasons by another one or two months, which is about right. Uh, I know the minor hockey could be a little short at times, and and sometimes not as much ice time as some would like to have. Um, so the spring hockey have just provided uh, a unique style of training practices. Um, you know, things that I've learned from top end uh, coaches, but also players have been able to be in the, like I mentioned, the Red Wings organization and, and um, um, the uh, New York Rangers organization, their AHL teams have had, we've had to do the John Tortorella, um, the training camp in Hartford, uh, all the stuff that he wanted there. And that was really tough. And um, like I said, mentors with Wade Redden and, uh, Brad May there, learning lots off of them and just even how they played um, and all the young prospects on both teams, but then the NHL training camp of learning what it took and, and how guys uh, were and their mentalities around there. Um, yeah, lots of different experiences, including the college or just, you know, with the advising and, and, and uh, video coaching, which is during the season from, we'll say, August, September, all the way till February, March. Um, that happens. So I guess you could call that long um, all year round, sorry. And um, yeah, even while I was playing the past couple of years, I was doing the video coaching. So that was pretty neat to do. Um, but yeah, just providing all this advice for, for the players to kind of um, get that advantage and, and apply it to their games to, to get attention from coaches, scouts, management, all that stuff. You must have a lot of connections as well, uh, all through BC, all through the U.S. Now, so many players that you've played with, so many coaches. So uh, you must your network must be incredible. Yeah, I've been really lucky and fortunate that way to have a good network. Um, I don't know, just with my personality and just who I was, I found that relationships are always really important to me. Um, probably at times I was all, I guess, known as just the nice guy. <laughs> Uh, but trying not to burn any bridges there. And um, yeah, I've been able to 
have friends from from everywhere that I you know it's just about just respecting them it's not that I was like really close with them but respecting them and um, mutual connections and friends that type of thing and uh, on the hockey end as I mentioned I had Mike Keenan uh, in China for a couple months there um, that was a big eye-opening experience with him and how how he coached but also interacting with him quite a bit um, and then also having uh, being in those organizations, you know, Jim Nill, who's the Dallas Stars GM now, he was our GM in Grand Rapids, uh, talking with him, meeting. Uh, we had Jim Schoenfeld and, as our GM in Hartford, who was the assistant at the time in the Rangers. Um, and our owner in Greenville, um, um, he was also, he's also um, one of my references, um, Neil Smith. He's also won a cup with the 94 Rangers. He was the GM at that time. He was the devil's old assist, uh, head coach as well. So big hockey names there. And yeah, just all these, I think these junior and college coaches I played against or, or they're all around, I guess, my generation, some of them being a little bit older. And then also some coaches are from back when I used to play that are still around. So that's pretty cool. And um yeah, just think with the credibility and, and uh, performance and experiences that I had back then that um, I think I'm able to, you know, have that respect of what it takes for players to play at those levels. Well, uh, this was a, a pleasure. Uh, I really enjoyed my time with you today. It was really nice to uh, look into your life and, and, you know, talk to somebody that's been involved in hockey this much. Uh, I'm so excited for you and your next chapter. Uh, Brandon Wong Hockey is going to be super successful and it'll be so nice to be able to mentor kids, coach them, train them, give them the ability to have a life like you've had through the game of hockey. It's gonna be incredibly satisfying, I'm sure. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Appreciate you having me on and, and talking hockey and some uh, advice and stories that uh, I've been able to live through. and. Yeah, hopefully uh, all the kids are you know ready to go for this season and good luck to them. And, and um, yeah, we'll be following along. Sounds great. Okay, well, yeah, thanks for joining me. I appreciate your time. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to the next time we get an opportunity to talk. Okay, thanks, Darren. Okay, thank you. Take care of yourself.